Welcome back to What's the Point Creative Podcast. First and foremost, Happy New Year. I hope everyone had a good Christmas and welcome to 2020. Hopefully this year will be a lot better than last year. But again, welcome back to What's the Point Creative Podcast with myself, Ty, Chris and Blaze. This is episode 46. Guys, how you all doing? How was your Christmas? And happy to, new year to you, man. Still, what are you saying? Yeah, good, good. Not much, man. It was all right. It was decent, still considering. Yeah, obviously. Considering everything was, I know, man. Yeah, I think it was Any... draining, really. If I'm honest with you, it was draining. But you know, we're here, and um, let's try again. Make it a better year. A year to to remember, for all the good reasons. Trust me, though, isn't it? But hopefully, it has to be a lot better, though, isn't it? But, yeah, very excited about this year, though. So I think that's something to look forward to. And hopefully, we can actually be able to record in person as well. So, yeah, man. Tyrone, you have the most underwhelmed ex- but excited voice I was thinking, ever. man, man, this sounded so... He sounds like he's, he's excited. Yeah, really, you just know he is. He is excited. He just doesn't show it. But, anyway. but yeah, no, nah, like yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be a good year still. But yeah, um, let's kick things off this year. So guys, obviously, last year, basically from the first lockdown until now, we've been working remotely, virtually, um, having meetings on Teams, Zoom, etc., and. Obviously, there was a time where the lockdown ended and we were allowed out and then back into lockdown, out. And again, at this current stage, moment, we are under lockdown. So my point or my question to you guys is, like, creatively, how has that helped you, affected you? And, like, do you feel like it's hindered your work? Um, I feel, I think it's, it's really an individual, uh, take. I can't really answer for everybody, um, or the majority. Me personally, um, I do have a likening of, of isolating myself. I feel like sometimes that grants me focus with my work, uh, process and I being able to gather ideas and execute. Um, but even though that's the case um i do feel as though nothing beats interacting with people and be just being out and because i think we can all admit as creatives you find inspiration and drive from anything really there's no sole Mm -hmm. place that you can take inspiration from so there has been moments where i feel like like i wish you know it was it was the way it was before and um in in an environment that's constantly changing but um, yeah. there have been some good sides to this isolation yeah. period, I think, for the more, more so, maybe not so the inspiration side, but the focus side and uh-huh. just being able to channel my energy to be like, okay, we're in a situation, you can't really see as many people, interact with as many people, make the most of it. Yeah. So, yeah, and some people may agree with me, some people aren't, and, you know, because others may just be totally outdoor individuals or outgoing individuals. No, I definitely think like you said and like kind of um being focused as well i think that's the big thing because 
come on like how you know sometimes when you're in a big office where you've got so many different voices around the same floor it yeah. can get a bit noisy mm -hmm. and it's hard for you to concentrate you know what i'm saying like you won't be um <laughs> you know you know the whole thing where you're always kind of every 10 minutes you're going for a coffee break or yes. wondering yeah. in it because because <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying it's like you can't get focused but then uh -huh. when you're at home you're on your own and then also you're accountable for your own work mm -hmm. so i think for me that has been a benefit bro just being focused you i can play my music out loud you know what i'm saying just vibing mm -hmm. but at the same time it helps being but focused that takes practice though because again i feel like that comes with individuals with an individual's level of discipline because you know then again yeah. at the same time there's the focus there's an opportunity for for increased focus but then there's the same time where there's an opportunity for increased distraction yeah you know uh, that's true because every so often go and check your phone every so often turn on your xbox yeah you know i mean you know well in Bla well, blazes can say it's hell's gonna say that yeah. still because trust know. me if blaze was full-time and it was double xp oh, tomorrow okay, my yeah. guy will not be doing on call of duty is it like yeah. your guy would not be <laughs> doing work yeah. in it it's, it's, but it's, it's, it's still though man because obviously i ain't really had a job like that i've been working freelance for you since uni now so mm -hmm. obviously i'm used to like working from home essentially anyway because i don't have no actual space yeah. to go and actually just get on with work so in terms of distractions mm -hmm. i think that's probably like the, the, the hardest thing for me in it because i just get distracted easily and then in my head mm -hmm. i'll be like yeah i'll just play this for like i don't know half an hour hour and then it turns into four hours you get me mm -hmm. so <laughs> sometimes dangerous guy yeah, boy. so when i do get like uh, after obviously hopefully i get a job soon and then i'm like hopefully we go back to normal and i can go into our actual office space and just get on with work i won't have that distraction you get me yeah, yeah. but what but what is normal fam like normal, everyone keeps yeah, saying normal yeah, yeah. but we could like what is normal because five days a week in in the office that's nah. not happening. For me, no. That's, no, that, yeah. that's it's never has been normal. That, you know? It hasn't been normal, you know what I'm saying? And I think I even saw how re remote work is basically replacing the mm. nine to five, yeah. basically, because it's like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'll volunteer to be man, in the office. Well, that would be me, man, anyway, just to, just to help not distract me in it. Yeah, I think for it would you. be healthy for me. Like, even if I had like a space to go to and there's just my actual, just my desktop or somewhere I can just work in and then there's no, no distraction, so there's no mm. Xbox, there's nothing like that. It's just my workspace. Right, yeah. And even when yeah, I go there, I think I'm not saying that all. I would not want to go in. I would literally, I would literally like, yeah. boy, I'm, I might even get a second phone. If I, if, I had a, if I could do that, if I had the money to like actually just afford a space, and just have no distractions, mm -hmm. I will do that because I feel like that would help me. Yeah. Because, like, I have a second phone with none of my bullshit on, like, in terms of Instagram. No, like, nothing can still just a, a phone which I can contact people on mm -hmm. to, regarding work. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. yeah, because you're forced to yeah, actually exactly. focus, isn't it? Like, when, and then when you, you go exactly, somewhere, you're forced when you go somewhere and you've got no distractions or you minimize your distractions, you're there to, you've gone there to do something, so you're probably going to just get on with what you're there to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then again, somebody might say, I'm just using an example as an mm. office space. I might say, oh, me being in the office doesn't actually improve my focus, fam. 
because it's a lot more easy to be distracted again you know what i mean it's like which one is it you know what i'm saying i think like chris said at the beginning it's cold comes down to discipline mm-hmm. and the individuals yeah. you know what i'm saying so if you know your style of working and you know your habits the bad ones mm-hmm. you can actually decide what you want to yeah, you know yeah. what i'm saying what's the best setup for you so but yeah yeah, it's but definitely another all individual stuff. It's definitely it all individual, individuals. And also, some people really hate it as well. And even and and also, some people don't have the the opportunity to do that. So then, how do you like some players yeah, too? True. You know what I mean? I think we often take for granted because this is not just a this hasn't just been a, a London problem. I feel like this has been a global issue in terms of different countries have had different their different versions of a lockdown. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm what happens with people who don't have these resources that we so luckily have of like internet of a computer of you know what i mean and they have to go to these places how are they dealing with this stuff and how is that affecting their work rate so um yeah you know there's there's a million and one questions but i feel like personally and that's why it is i can't answer for ge- generally but on a personal scale it's proven to be good so far i think i can definitely count it as a blessing you know that yeah. this isolation period um but there have been moments where I think mm-hmm. being around somebody, you can, you because you bounce off each other, you know, when you're in a creative environment, you learn things, you yeah. exchange things, and yeah, it's good. And you can get probably feedback quicker. Exactly. And even just you know. like sometimes someone might see you doing something and they might suggest something to you in it that you didn't think about. So yeah. it might yeah. help. Yeah. Nothing beats human interaction yeah, yeah. at all. Nothing at all. So. True. Because you could say the same thing, like you know, I, I know I've said this a few times in the past, but you could say the same thing about us with this pod, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Like we've been doing this over what eight months. I mean, like virtually. Mm-hmm. So imagine us being in the in the same yeah, room. Had, like you know, I mean, like it's had you, effects definitely because obviously sometimes I ain't been able to pop because of my situation this year. But whereas if we would had somewhere to go, sometimes it does happen in terms of we can't use the space, but it probably wouldn't have happened as mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? Yeah. Agreed, yeah, yeah, so. But now, nah, but listen, it's going to be a good year, guys. No, it's going to be a good year. Um, Chris, and earlier, before the pod, you were saying about, like, the film industry and then how you might, you, you were saying about, oh, are we going to be seeing, a, like, a surge of films being yeah. released this year? Um, yeah, I was just, it was a thought that actually came to me a few days back. And then I brought it up just before we, we came on air. Um, it kind of reflects on a or one of our previous episodes where we spoke about films and just the excitement of what's to come out. Like I, me personally as a Marvel fan, Black Panther 2 and, and whatnot. Mm. I, I have a bit of a fear that because quite a few films, I know James Bond is scheduled to be released this year. Big blockbuster film, uh, Fast and Furious mm-hmm. as well. Is there going to be like a lot of cramming and this pushing back of films from 2020 to 2021 Fingers crossed, this current situation we're in being the coronavirus clears up. Are films really going to benefit a lot from pushing back? Is there really, or is there still going to be that fear factor from one, people not wanting to come to the cinema to see it? Um, uh-huh. And two, it just being a case where because there's so many films to go to and see, like people aren't going to have the limelight on them, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, I mean, or, or at the same time, is it going to be a time where people are just going to essentially, and people will overdo it. And then what happens is, unfortunately, cases may go up 
and then they have to lock it off again. You know, so there's there's a lot of questions, but I just feel like is the film industry really in a good place doing this, or um, hopefully not uh, a bad place. Yeah, it's just oh, we'll find out. And I think it is a bit mad because we've got the other the other factor. Um, are cinemas even going to be there? <clears throat> and the other factor as well, are people going to be able to... Obviously, it's not that expensive, but for some people, it might be expensive to go see all these movies just mm-hmm. at once. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or also, something that's just come to mind, will we see an opportunity, and Netflix, I hope you're listening, will we see an opportunity for where Netflix um, or all these... Uh, you could say media outlet companies having deals with these production companies because they don't want people to come to cinemas and so on it being a case of where films get released on these platforms and you have to pay the price of a cinema ticket at home if that makes sense or platforms like or cinemas like view and whatnot they have their own platform and it's a case of where they are showing these films, but, but virtually in somebody in the comfort of their own house. Because I know the cinema is an experience, but ultimately you come there to watch a film, um, right? Mm-hmm. Because they care yeah. about safety. They say that, okay, we're not going to let you come to our places, but we're going to show you the films. I mean, it could happen, but a lot of these movie like studios and stuff, they're either owned by or they are of a big company which already rolled out a streaming platform. So why would, if they can go direct to seller, doing it through a streaming service, why wouldn't they just put it into their own streaming pool to encourage people to come to their streaming service? For instance, uh, Marvel films go into Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? So yeah. it's kind of, it still crippled the cinemas yeah. because a lot of these companies and a lot of these things, studios would probably go with someone in their field because they probably could get more of the revenue rather than releasing it to mm-hmm. cinema. Because yeah. the cinema is the only, the only reason the cinema exists is because you've got the big screen and it's actual... Mm. place like but if you take away that and it's a streaming experience thing, isn't it, most right? of them already have a platform mm. or they know yeah. someone who has a platform so why wouldn't they just put it on their platform yeah and it would cost it probably cost mm-hmm. the cinemas a lot to yeah. set up the infrastructure anyway and would they be willing to take because it's basically introducing a competitor to the streaming services as well mm. yeah yeah because you you're gonna say to yourself like like a cinema is a building, a, a place a that screen. everyone goes there the, to me. The biggest draw mm-hmm. is yeah, like the a big screen, screen and the sound, surround sound it's experience. Screen. Yes, a, yes, and actually being there. But then now it's like with the world of virtual and online and streaming, yeah. what would... like cinemas who actually own these buildings mm-hmm. are, are going to be at a loss, isn't it, basically? Because mm-hmm. if everything is going to be switched over, like... For example, if, if, if a production company says, actually, no, we're going to set up our own streaming mm. service, pay people like a little fee to come on mm-hmm. to watch these films, now, all of a sudden, you cut off... The middleman. The yeah. cinemas. So now all the... Pro- mm-hmm. Yeah. Now all the profits come to yeah. you. So... And also, it poses a threat, be too, because you may see a surge in pirate DVDs. If people are doing stuff in their own house, for all you know, they could set up a whole bloody... Uh, station where they're just copying um pirate versions of a, of a film or whatever yeah, that's it is true. but you're never you gonna know? stop pirates so 
Yeah. Yeah, you're not. But it is a bit harder now, considering that you have to go into a cinema and you know, you know what I mean. All no, but pirates, pirates. I don't know how they do it. Pirate videos you know? started, DVDs and stuff started through just people recording it on the camera in the cinema. So. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That how they have to go to the actual place itself and record the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. I hear what you're saying. Whereas and now, if you have it in your house, quality. you don't have to worry yeah, about yeah, these yeah. things. I hear what you're saying. So mm-hmm. it'd be easier for it to spread quicker. You know what? I just thought, yeah, Chris, when you're saying about the streaming and setting up your own thing, yeah, mm-hmm. I think we're also missing another part. So they could here, team fam. up. They don't have to sell. Like, Technically, they. I think some companies would go to Netflix and have a deal like that, where they use maybe something that Netflix has built, or it'd be like a sub, like sub brand of Netflix, mm-hmm. like maybe Netflix Cinema. So it's like they're using the same infrastructure and the same process and like everything mm-hmm. they built, but they have a separate thing for that one-off ticket payment thing what you're talking about so they could have like yeah. i don't know eight pound a ticket but it's through netflix mm-hmm. in a sense like it's netflix cinema so basically it allows people to yeah. see the films while in cinema but through netflix mm-hmm. to netflix and also don't forget about the food and the popcorn then which brings mm. me to another concept i don't know what, what you guys think here do you think food apps like Uber Eats and stuff like that would then partner up with these productions. For example, if they're going to charge £8 a ticket, mm-hmm. they might charge another, let's say, I don't know, bro, like £4 or £5 on top, depending on the margins, mm-hmm. where if you purchase a ticket to watch this film, it's also included with the meal of a, your choice, like a delivery meal or, I don't know, innit? Like, something that comes to your house you actually oh, so deliver like Uber Eats crossover it's Netflix like, Netflix yeah, yeah yeah like yeah. crossover Netflix I, yeah, I reckon yeah, we probably yeah. will see like more of that like in that. the future if the current climate continues and if unfortunately cinemas might go bankrupt in it we don't know right now do you get yeah, it we don't they know. Don't, probably don't know because there's probably banking on these yeah. big movies coming out to bring in some money for them because this year's been rough but obviously mm-hmm. they exactly. got postponed and then now cinemas have had to shut down Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like like deeply yeah. Before, you know, um, I'm gonna use this in a, an example. Like, oh, I think there was an, a release where it was so popular, like like a film that came out where every single cinema was, was sold out, mm-hmm. and there was queues everywhere, and you had to travel far, far. But now, to avoid that, bruv you just jump onto the platform, you pay your your, your ticket, and mm. you can watch it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like. It's easier, it's convenient mm. for, for, for people, like, because you know, like, most people are lazy, bro. Like, nobody's trying to, yeah. you know what I'm saying, try But the thing far. is, yeah, the funniest it's thing convenient. about this whole situation is these movie companies are, or these production houses and studios are holding films back, yeah, banking on the cinemas being there. But the fact that they're holding their big movies back is actually probably making it harder for the actual cinema to even survive. If you think mm-hmm. about it yeah. in that way, so yeah. they might like they're yeah, holding yeah, it yeah. back and saying next year release, but they might not even end up releasing it in theaters anyway because the theaters might not even be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and don't f- f- forget as well, like there's always some rules about social mm. distancing, two meters, this and that and that. You know, what I'm saying like the the um, the option for you to be so close within a room and actually watching it, bruv, I don't see that happening this year. Me yeah. personally, mm. in it, I say next year or something yeah. you know what i'm saying so i, I don't know man obviously it's gonna be interesting is, though nothing can like obviously for years and i've been saying like obviously the cinema is probably gonna go but as we just said like we've, i've highlighted the cinema is the big screen experience and the sound and obviously 
just the environment in it. There's multiple people there. Yeah, experience. Like, so yeah. you can't replicate that at home, really, unless you got money in it. No. Do you get me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> to have your own, your own little cinema, <laughs> cinema room, room. And then even that is room, probably yeah, not the yeah, same. Yeah. Like. No. No, it's true. Plus, again, it's them ones where, like, you can't be an experience where there's a certain scene at a film where you laugh and then everyone exactly. else laughs within the crowd, isn't it? Like, yeah, you can't oh, beat yeah, that. It's like, you can't beat that. You know what I'm saying? So everyone was just laughing and so on that. So, but I swear, yeah, there, there is gonna, some... Um, I, could, I know, uh, I think Netflix used to have it on Xbox, yeah, Xbox 360, I think, where you could watch a, a movie with someone else, like via Netflix or... So you could literally be in two different places, but you can hear them in it. So maybe that... Oh, that I think that, that's the... Netflix oh, party. It? So that's an actual thing, Netflix party. So yeah, things like that do exist, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't It doesn't feel the same because when you're in life and everyone's laughing, it has like, and they're there, it has a different effect on you, innit? Like when yeah, we're yeah. podding and we're a in person, it has a different feeling. A different feel. Yeah, different feeling and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because I think, like you said, Blaze as well about your whole theory and why we indoors and so on and so on. We run the risk where our kids as well, like the young ones, are so used to screen time and virtually that mm-hmm. when they actually leave their house and then have face-to-face interactions, they, they can't do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a lot harder. But, yeah. you know. And then the thing is... Time. What are we yeah, saying though? The thing is they might not want you in it because... It's harder, and they're just used to talking over like their norm would be over screen for real, and they yeah. wouldn't know that it's not normal because they're in a time where this is the norm. That's the weird Every, thing about it. This is the norm. Even the fact that, yeah, like, yeah, obviously, yeah. the kid just growing up, like, with the mask and like hand sanitizer and all these things, yeah, like, a, like a two year old or something throughout this whole year, and now it's three, four, mm-hmm. like, that's becoming the norm to them. So they can continue, even if this thing goes. And like, the norm to them is people wear masks and hand, hand sanitizing, so they're gonna continue probably to do that for a few years beyond. A, a few years still, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, especially the whole mask yeah, thing. Yeah. I think it? the like, mask is a bit mad still, man. <laughs> if that can, like, people think like my dad and my mum think that's gonna continue, like, because people are used to it and they're probably like, cause they've not actually got like, uh, they don't know how long the vaccine is gonna last in people's bodies anyway, so. Mm-hmm. It's all trial and error right now, and they're, they're finding data as time goes on. So people might just start being more safe anyway. But it's yeah. just weird, man. Talking to people in masks shoot. or just seeing people in masks, like, it's weird. Like Everyone just looks the same, really. All you're seeing is their eyes. The eyes, that's it. And especially the whole, like, like elbow punches or in it like <laughs> you know the ones where you have to say hello like so, that, I feel so imagine how like, deep bro. it is for people who have like what they can't hear so they're they're deaf that must be hard and they're used mm-hmm. to like lip reading because there's no mm-hmm. lips to read yeah it just yeah, must like, be, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's peak right now man is in- interesting still but Hopefully, man, like, we've, you know... Yeah, hopefully yeah, this goes hopefully and hopefully this vaccine lasts long enough to kind of dampen that actual spread of it and then it can f- got time to figure out a more lasting vaccine. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because I imagine the other day my mom even got an email about that still, you know. Oh, the vaccine, yeah, it isn't it? Oh, yeah, everybody's like, oh, yeah, 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 everyone's <laughs> getting emails saying, oh, yeah, if you want to, I was like, I checked my inbox, it was zero, I said, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but yeah, what are you saying, guys? Not much, man. Well, quite a lot, Anymore? actually. Very, very, very yeah. busy, other than that. Just, uh, I think the years jumped off fairly quickly for me from a design perspective. Um, yeah, enjoyed the holiday, though. Long, long, long overdue. Yes, yeah. that's true, man. And then tomorrow, back at it again. Big but time. yeah, anyway, anyway, guys, thank you. It's just, just a nice short episode, start of the year. But like always on socials, please don't forget to hit, hit us up at What's the Point CP. And until next time, everyone keep safe, wash your hands, and wear your mask in there. Peace. Thank you.